0: everyone, and welcome back to Family Fiction with Hallie and Carmen. So today, were you about to introduce yourself? Yes. <laughs> so today, we have a returning special guest, Emily. Hello. So you might remember her from our Sarah J. Moss episode. She is back for another Sarah J. Moss-related episode. We are going to be talking about House of Earth and Blood from the Crescent City series, It's the first book and the Crescent City series by Sarah J. Maas. Maas, Moss, whatever you want to call it. We are so excited. Yes. yes. I have a full outline. <laughs> um, but I don't we're know make, how you came up with it. But we're going to make Emily lead the whole thing. Um, um, you just hear the door close <laughs> as I'm leaving. You footsteps. Um, so, before we get into today's conversation... Hallie, what are you currently reading? (laughs) Mine's the same. Mine's Mine's still still the same. Uh, Mine is still Lightbringer by Claire Legrand. It's the third book in the Imperium Trilogy. (sighs) Same. Mine is The Priory of the Orange Tree by Samantha Shannon. I have not moved a single page forward, so that's where we're at in life. (laughs) And I am currently reading the second Crescent City book right now. Have you started it? I have, yes. Ah, thoughts? It's good so far. Okay. It's good. Okay. I'm not too far in, so I, I don't really know, but but let me say, the prologue took me took me for a ride. It did. It kind of, like, it took me a minute when I was reading the prologue to, like, get into it, and then I was like, oh, okay, we are full
1: yeah. throttle yeah. going
0: for it right now. Yeah, it was different. But, so far, so good. No, yes. never any harsh words. Yes, we have some introduction of new characters. Yeah, we'll say that. Okay. Hallie's not read it, so... I'm behind. Yes. Hallie, will you check and make sure that that's, out, that's on the full circle? The microphone. Yes, it's okay. on the full circle. <laughs> Just making sure. Okay. <laughs> never know how I pressed it in the process. Um, Okay. So, today we're going to be talking about the first book in Crescent City, as I mentioned earlier. Um, and to kind of start us off, um, we do have some different topics we're going to cover. Um, and then, obviously, there will be a spoiler warning for this book. There's no spoilers for um, House of Sky and Breath because I'm the only one that's read it. Emily's just now starting it. Hallie has not read it. So... Yes, just spoilers on House of Earth and Blood, and there may be potential spoilers on Throne of Glass series and the ACOTAR series as we go along, because conversation might derail. Um, (laughs) Very likely. So, just forewarning on that. We'll try not to give anything huge away, but just letting everyone know. Okay. So, the plot of this book, uh, Myths of the... Whoop, this is the wrong one. <laughs> Excuse <What? laughs> That's not it either. Hello. There it is. Anyways, continuing on. Um, Bryce Quinlan had the perfect life working hard all day and partying all night until a demon murdered her closest friends, leaving her bereft, wounded, and alone. When the accused is behind bars but the crimes start up again, Bryce finds herself at the heart of the investigation. She'll do whatever it takes to avenge their deaths. Hunt Athalar is a notorious fallen angel now enslaved to the archangels he once attempted to overthrow. His brutal skills and incredible strength have been set to one purpose, to assassinate his boss's enemies, no questions asked. Hooray. But with the demon wreaking havoc in the city, he's offered an irresistible deal. Help Bryce find the murderer and his freedom will be within reach. As Bryce and Hunt dig deep into Crescent City's underbelly, they discover a dark power that threatens everything and everyone they hold dear. And they find in each other a blazing passion, one that could set them both free if they would only let it. That was a long plot. Jesus. It's a long (laughs) synopsis. (laughs) Okay. Trigger warnings for loss of a loved one, alcohol use, in parentheses, excessively, Um, drugs, murder, violence, depression, grief, and suicidal contemplation, including a flashback as well as um, depicting, the flashback depicts an attempt. There you go. Okay, so Sarah really gave us happy vibes with those. You know, just really (laughs) setting it up there. Yeah, Yeah. try reading that on a beach with your entire family surrounding you. (laughs) Yikes. Happy times. It's going to get worse. Okay. Um, I'm so scared. (laughs) So, um, just to kind of set this novel up, um, this novel is set on the planet of Midgard. Is that not from... Thor, literally. It's, it's from Norse mythology. Okay. Like, there's yeah. the nine realms. Yeah. Okay. Just, Welcome to the Bureau of Useless Knowledge. Just making sure. <laughs> um, which may actually be Earth at some future point after a race of powerful beings called the Asteri find a way to enter the dimension and take over the world. Um, their regime has lasted for 15,000 years. Um, and then the Asteri are, um, er, are one of the magical races as long... Pff, I'm sorry, as well as um, vampires, witches, fae, archangels, angels, shifters, um, river spirits, and elementals. Um, So those other races are collectively known as the veneer. Um, They have also found a way to travel to the planet and establish themselves there. So, there's that. Um, Humans are a little better than slaves and hold no civil rights. Um, The rifts allowing entrance to the dimension have been sealed, but the inhabitants of hell are always trying to find a way in. Um, The story is told from a limited third-person perspective through the eyes of two characters, a half-human fae named Bryce Quinlan and a fallen angel named Hunt Athelar. So... Love it. Just kind of giving you the setup there. Um so any Industry preconceived falls. discussions? <laughs> um so I will say when I started reading, like when I first started Crescent City, I did not think I was gonna like it. Like I got I started reading. First of all, this is gonna be a spoiler. Mm-hmm. When Danica dies, literally in the, like the second chapter, I was stunned because I uh, thought she was a main character. A one hundred percent. Oh yeah, thought yeah. she was gonna be throughout the entire series. Well, because at this point, I had already seen all the TikToks of like lighted up Danica, yes. and I was like, okay, so Danica's a main character. And then I read the first chapter, and I was like, oh, well, this is off to an interesting start. <laughs> And, you know, with Sarah, like, you think, okay, she's not dead. Like, yeah. she's dead, but she's really not dead dead. And then, like, I finished the book and thought, okay, she really is dead. Oh, nope. She, nope. She's done. She's, she's gone. has gone. No coming back from that one. I know. I really did, like, I kept waiting for her to come back. Exactly. Exactly. I thought that maybe Bryce would find a way, like... At the end, with what happens at the end, I thought, okay, maybe Danica's going to come back from the dead? Like, is this what's going to happen? Nope. Nope, she's dead. Another thing that really shocked me about Crescent City was that, here's the thing, I get through Akatar and Throne of Glass with no issue. With Crescent City, I was so confused in, like, Mm. the first quarter of the book. Same. There was so much world building going on. Like, there would be, like, pages of world building, and I'm like... I don't understand a single word you're saying. <laughs> yeah. And most of the time I could not pronounce a single word right. that was being said. Which written. is, you know, the regular norm yeah. these days with most of these books. Yeah. For me, I think what really, like, threw me off, and I think that's what throws everybody off, is for most people this isn't your first Sarah J Maas series you're reading. Yeah. So you're used to a way of things, and then for you to come in and it's like literally they're using cell phones and cars, and you're like... Okay, what? Yeah, <laughs> this is a different vibe. Going to Sarah. clubs. Yes, this is a different right. vibe, Sarah. Well, and then you don't have Faye really. You have some Faye, but then you have the introduction of like angels. Yeah, that vampires. was different for me. Yeah, that yeah. was real different. Werewolves, like ugh. yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that was really that kind of shifted things around
1: for yeah. sure.
0: It definitely threw me for a loop too when yes. I started it, just because it is so different. So, what would you rate it out of five? Um, I mean, I feel like I can't rate a Sarah book below a four, so I would give it a four. Um. Well, I take that back. <laughs> the KL book from Throne of Glass. Oh <laughs> no! Said what about Empire of Storm? <laughs> Literally, yeah, that one is is definitely Wait a little. Empire of Storms. I'm sorry, Tower, of Tower Dawn. Of Dawn. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would give A Court of Thorns and Roses like a four, maybe a three point eight. <laughs> Yeah. Because I hated it. Hey, oh, my gosh. So, I'm very biased. I gave Throne of Glass a five because, you know, that was my first series. Now, here's where I differ from y'all. I actually liked Tower of Dawn. <laughs> I Dr- liked it. I, I just I don't tale. like I just that K.L. the main character. I didn't like Dang. that it was... I didn't like that he was a focal point, but... It was good. Other than it was that, interesting. It was good. I flew through it. But I would read a spinoff series if they wanted to make one about that family. I would definitely read a spinoff series. Yeah. yeah. Um, Court of Thorns and Roses. I'd probably give a four point seven. Probably because the first book sucked. I, <laughs> I didn't it a like solid the first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because of tampon. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, just because in general, I I thought it was corny. I thought it was cheesy. I thought it was stupid. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, I said I. It was funny, though, Car- I begged Carmen to read Akatar, and she's like, Hallie, this is dumb. Well, and, and I, I said, love Sarah, but yeah. in that book, she severely info-dumped on me. Like, the fact that Alice explains everything to Feyre in one chapter, I was just like, this is a lot to take in. Yeah. Yeah. This is too much. And I thought that the um, the the curse and, like, how it was supposed to be a woman of this certain age that would go out into the woods and kill this wolf and this would happen and this would happen I thought it was too specific yeah I was like this feels a little corny yeah this is too specific I don't like this so, yeah I go back and think on it and I'm like
1: yeah it's Beauty not in the that, Beast
0: yeah it's not that great <laughs> <laughs> it's but what about House of the Blood uh I gave it like a 4.95 I loved it I'll give it a 5 It was very good. Once we got to the halfway point, I was like, oh, this is getting good. Yeah. No, I was invested. Like, as soon as Danica died, I was like, okay, well, now (laughs) I'm in. Mm Because, like, what's going to happen next, man? I was invested. I don't think y'all both, like, I remember you texting me and saying you were having a hard time getting into it. And Hallie had a hard time. But I was like... In it from the beginning. Yeah, honestly, I think the hard part for me was like getting past like the different, like you said earlier, learning the yeah, learning the the setup. I think once Hunt and Bryce started to like started to work together, that's when I really got into it. Especially when they were bickering. Yes, (laughs) and I will say that it took me aback a little bit when he like when he was first described. I was like, oh, here we go, another fae male, and then it was like he's an angel, and I was oh. Yeah. Let me rewrap my head around this. And it's also funny to me, because, like, the way I envision him, I envision him, like, well, I envision Rundan and Emo. Yeah. <laughs> <Like he's>, Rundan, <laughs> Crown Prince, Prince of, of the, the Valbar and <laughs> <laughs> I picture him full, oh, he's full emo. Full emo. Have you not seen the fan art? Yes. Oh, yeah. With the half shaved. With hair? the half, yeah, the emo earrings. punk-looking yeah. butt. <laughs> the nose piercing. But the lip piercing. I also piercing. picture Hunt a little emo, too. He... Yes, you know, I picture yes I, I guess it's the t- I guess it's like the the tattoo across his forehead yeah I almost envisioned him the same way I envisioned um, Dimitri from the vampire Academy because he was explained a lot of the same way like almost like <sighs> I'm trying to think of it like a character to compare to, but I can't in the moment like a little rugged um leather jacket yeah. Hopped off a motorcycle, hopped off the plane at <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't think of who to compare him to. The only person I can think of right now, honest to goodness, is the uh, long-haired dude with the flame powers from Sky High. <laughs> oh my gosh, I thought, do you know what I thought you were going to say? The long-haired dude with the scar in Avatar, the last airbender. <laughs> the firebender. <laughs> What's his name? I can't think. Zuko. Zu Zuko? Yes. Yeah. That's who I thought you were gonna say, and I was like, oh my gosh, we have the same wavelength. They're both firebenders and they're both long haired. Yeah, um but two different people. <laughs> two totally different people. Yes. Um but yeah. I yeah. yeah. Honestly, Rune is like the long haired Fairy tale version of Harden Scott in the books. Yeah, because Harden in the books is supposed to have all these piercings. He's supposed to be very emo. Yeah. Yeah. Homeboy's playing professional soccer now, and I—I'm a newborn fan. That's fine. Never heard of this team before, but I have now. Um. Anyways, we can go ahead and get head into to the outline. So the first thing that happens is. Danica is found murdered in Bryce's apartment, along with her entire pack. And so this is kind of setting up, like, definitely setting up, it's already given me, at this point, like, oh, okay, this is a whole different world, because there's werewolves now. Yeah. Hello. Um, Bryce chases the monster, which is a Cristalos demon, um, which she believes to be responsible for the murder, um, and finds out that it is tracking Luna's horn. So, I did think this was interesting, too, because I feel like, um, to begin with, in Sarah's other series, she doesn't really give you, like, a something that everyone's searching for, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and this was kind of the first series that did that, which yeah. I thought was interesting. Yeah, it starts out like a mystery, yes. kind of. Oh, yeah. And it continues throughout the whole book, like, you're trying to figure out who said this demon... I just think it's, it's, this is going to be very ironic considering we all know where Luna's horn is at. It's like, haha, haha, ha. <laughs> you've been looking for it this whole time. Yeah, little did you know. You don't need to look for it. There are so many twists and turns in the book. Yes. Um, the horn is a fae relic. Um, it's currently broken, but it might be repaired and used to open a portal that would allow hell creatures to enter Midgard. Well, this book does have, like, very, like, Thor-level... Vibes, yeah, almost like Avengers level. Like I imagine the first Avengers movie when they all come through the portal. That's kind of what I'm envisioning, envisioning as the other planets that they've taken over. You know, um, the archangel Micah pairs Bryce with his personal assassin, fallen angel Hunt Athlor, find the demon and the horn, and thus the frenemy and sh- the frenemy ship has. Been born, set sail. Um, and these are the moments when I was like, it's always as soon as they like start arguing with another character that I'm like, okay, so that's the love interest. Like, yeah, we all know that's who she's gonna fall in love with. But you have to tell them what you told me. The entirety of you reading *Crescent oh, City*. The entire but The entire time that I'm reading it, I'm texting Carmen. I semi-like hunt but I don't think I should <laughs> like I don't trust him I know that there is going to be something that comes up where we're gonna hate him because the way Sarah writes her books they never fall in love with like the first person nope <laughs> and it's very stressful because you're just like I want to like you but I feel like you're gonna screw me over yes <laughs> because the others have although throne of glass Dorian didn't do anything wrong Right. No. KL did a lot of things wrong. Um, and is still doing things wrong. He's just a problem child. Um Did you tell Emily the new nickname that I've been seeing circling for Kale? Uh uh-uh. Kale salad. <laughs> I still like charcoal. <laughs> I like charcoal. He's boring. I <laughs> Anyways. We're not Kale fans in this household. The fact that you said Kale <laughs> <laughs> it just rolls off the tongue. Oh goodness. Um, initially, Hunt is offended by Bryce's seeming frivolity. <laughs> Big word. Um, she's equally offended by his bossy alpha male behavior, and this is kind of what the alpha hole is yeah. born. The <laughs> term alpha hole is born. Um, I thought this was very interesting, too, to find out, like, she's not been drinking this whole time. He thinks that she's out here, like, slutting it up, and she's like, actually, I'm investigating on the down low. Yeah. She was just like... It was so sad because she's like so immensely depressed. She she goes. She's she so needs so therapy. Yeah, she really needs therapy because it's still not fixed. No, <laughs> um, you still need to fix that. Just like Faber never got there. Faber still needs therapy. All of the main female characters. All the H... front, all the front of glass characters needs therapy. Dorian needs therapy. Yes, yes. Aylan. My God, what she went through in Kingdom of Ash. I'm like. <laughs> She needs laugh counseling. She needs like a whole week <laughs> at the spa. Yeah, <laughs> jeez, Louise. Um, Evidence indicates that Danica stole the horn to keep it from being used to open a hell portal, and this is the beginning of my distrust of Danica, and it continues throughout House of Sky and Breath. I'm sorry. It's oh, like that. Great. T- it's like that TikTok. This whole here's Crescent <laughs> City wrapped up in a nutshell. Bryce. Danica was my best friend. I know her. she would never do that. Danica, surprise. so I surprised. So I actually did do that. <laughs> like literally, <laughs> the people like the people of Book Talk are furious with Danica, and rightly so. Like she just lied to Bryce about everything. <sighs> we'll see. If you've seen Cayman's video, <laughs> like it's, it, you just keep reading the other. Like even in the second book, you just keep reading like. Dang it, Danica. Did you... <laughs> Come on. Like, get it together. My girl is out here getting blindsided left and right. Like, she looks like an idiot at this point. Your best friend looks like an idiot. Are you happy? And she's just in, like, the spirit realm, like, living it up. She's just like... Yeah, that was You me. can deal with all my problems. She's that boy in the TikTok thing where he's, like, in the club and it's the song I'm good playing every top, <laughs> where he's just, like, in the glasses <laughs> with the fanny pack. <laughs> That's Danica. Um... So, Danica sold the horn. Ta-da. A new synthetic magical drug called Synth might repair the artifact. Bum, bum, bum. Bum, bum, bum. Bryce and Hunt begin to bond over their parallel emotional losses. We love bonding (laughs) over trauma. Um, Bryce loses Danica while Hunt loses his archangel lover, Shahar. During a failed Angel Rebellion. And I thought this was very interesting because other than Rowan, none of the other characters have been set up. Like, they had somebody before they met this main character. Yeah. Because Rowan had his little side piece that he thought was his mate. Mate. (sighs) Shocker. Um, So, but, like, Tamlin didn't have anybody that he was in love with before. Not he that did, I remember. Tamlin doesn't deserve love. Reason didn't. No, nope. he, didn't. he had his mother and his sister. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless you want to count Cassian and Azriel. <laughs> They're basically together. Um, They're a package deal. <laughs> they are. You get one, you get all three. Yes. <laughs> Buy one, get three free. <laughs> um, So, yeah, I thought that was interesting that they kind of led with it being like, surprise, you're not my first. Well, because even Bryce... Her and Ethan? No, Ethan. Connor. Connor. Ethan was the. Brother. Oh yeah, Connor. Ethan's the brother. Ethan's the brother. <laughs> Con- Her and Connor. I mean, they never got together, but they were. They. She. They were this close. They were flirting. They were this close. They were flirting. Right. So I thought that was interesting. Um, and then we kind of learned a little bit more about Hunt's past. That he tried to stage an angel rebellion, and that's how he got himself in the situation. And I just always think of, like, for the rest, what happens in the rest of the series, like, in the rest of that book, I just kind of always think about that song, I Told You Once, I Can't Do This Again, like, (laughs) Hunt's going through it, aiden has been through it, like, dang it, let me lie. Um, he is now enslaved to do Micah's bidding for all eternity unless he can find the demon and the horn. What a- Micah's a horrible person. Yes, (laughs) he is. Like- I'm going to say you're free, but you you. have to find this impossible item. Good luck. (laughs) Basically. (laughs) Also, kill all these people I tell you to. Meanwhile, Micah's (laughs) sitting back like, I have no worries. Literally. I'm good. He's never going to find it. Um, Bryce and Hunt struggle to let go of past grief as they come closer to solving the mystery of the missing horn. Um, I would say Hunt hid his grief very well. Bryce... Not needed so much. therapy, <laughs> needed strong therapy. Yes, she did. Um, and also a new place of work because I could not stand her boss. I'm, oh her my her boss God. was horrible. I was like, I'm having PTSD. Yeah, Bryce's boss was horrible. Hunt's boss is just a piece of well, garbage. Yeah, he's the worst. <laughs> so, and legit. then he gets a new one, and well, just as bad. Technically <laughs> a new one, but just as bad. And a, a new co owner, and she's even worse. So she's. It yeah, probably 10,000 stars. Um, Micah is exposed as the villain, Raha, uh-huh. um, who, <laughs> wants, who <laughs> wants to open a portal to build an army of his own. What Wah-wah. is it with everybody wanting to open a portal? I know. Leave the portals alone. Can we not just be satisfied with our own world? Yes. Well, Why do we got to go between worlds, people? I mean, at, at the same time, I'm kind of like... If I could open a portal to a different world and leave right now, I would. So, it's funny. Ah, <laughs> Carmen would be out. Literally, I was telling somebody yesterday, I don't think I would pay a quarter of a million dollars to see anything unless it was real-life Hogwarts and I could attend. <laughs> I'm not paying $250,000 to sink to the bottom of the ocean. Same to, see a, to see a, boat. That's, to a, see a boat that's rested and not even all the way together, well, here. you could watch the movie and get the same effect. I mean, You could look it up on Google. You could look it up on YouTube. Literally. Why would you literally... Pay quarter of a million dollars. Sign I mean, your life away, pretty much, on a waiver. You could drive... To about, get in the tube. You could drive about an hour and a half north of here and stick your hand in a ice-cold water and say you've been to the Titanic. Oh, my gosh. So... Okay, so no, the memes on Facebook are horrible. There, <laughs> the comments are like, I don't want to laugh at this, but this is freaking hilarious. Yes. Like, did you see the... And there's one that literally says... Us poor people in Tennessee, you just have to drive to Pigeon Forge to see the Titanic. Did you, <laughs> you see? You can it. stick your hand in the water and it feels just as cold as it was supposed did to feel that the, night. Yeah. You one, did you see the one post that like one apparently one of the passengers on the submarine w- was related to a person on the Titanic? Yes. the Talk about full circle. I have been spiraling. And meanwhile, his ancestors going, you idiot. Literally. <laughs> you were supposed to do better. Literally. Why would you? I didn't want to reunite with you. Not in this way. <laughs> Not in this way. <sighs> but I saw a TikTok that was like, people that could rescue the guys on the submarine. And it was showing like, Ricky, Emma, and Cleo. <laughs> It's like, I'm dead. This is funny. Um, yeah. But I, I appreciate the one TikTok I saw. I can't remember who it was that posted it. But she said, you know, we've got these men. This was before they, you know, ran out of air and imploded. Um, this girl said, okay, we've got these men down there lost on the ocean floor. But you know who's not down there? Women. Yeah. Because we're smarter than that. And I was like, quite literally, hey, yes, men. Cause all their wives are probably at home. I told them all it to was just. It was funny how like in the group chat, all me and Emily talked about was like maybe it was a megalodon, maybe it's a <laughs> kraken, the most outlandish theories. Listen, I was just reading them, going, you know, I'm not gonna say it's not true because if it is, then I'm done with the ocean. <laughs> yes, I'm never going near the beach ever again. I mean, um, it just amazes me. I mean. We don't know crap about our it's ocean. It's the same thing. I it's the same rule I have with ghosts. I'll never say that they don't exist for fear that I die by one. So but, okay, yeah, that's a good outlook. <laughs> that's a good outlook to have. Don't want to <laughs> manifest it. Um. Anyways. Oh wait. Okay. Pause. Since we're talking about the ocean and we're talking about Crescent City, we can also talk about the mermaids. <laughs> I love the mermaids. I love Marrying the merman. The freaking otters. Yes. <gasps> like I loved the otters. I was like. Yes! Bryce was obsessed with them, and so was I. I mean, Same. I was just I, w- I was obsessed with Therian. With the little <laughs> messenger otters. Like, hello. I love Sarah coming up with that idea. I like, want to befriend an otter. I'm like, she took the cutest animal on Earth and just made it even ten times cuter by like, making it heck? a messenger. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah, yeah. I, did, I did like the mermaid aspect into it. Cause My childhood ca- was like, thriving. Well, because you got a little bit of that with um, A Quarter of Thorns and Roses. We had, you know, the nymphs, which was cool. But I liked having full-blown mermaids. So she really did, like... This series is really in and of itself, because it almost feels like it's not connected, but it is connected in a way. Like, yeah, I don't know how to explain that. Like... There's completely different setup and you could almost put it by itself, but it flows in well with the other series at the same time. Right. Oh That's yeah. It's Because it's completely different characters. It has to be more about you know what I mean? hmm Her ability to Wild. tie all together. Yes. Well and you still have the fae, and the basic rules of the Fae remain the same. Yeah. Which is cool. Love it. Anyways. Um, knowing that Micah is the villain and wanting to open a portal to build his own army, um, Danica ground the horn to powder and had it tattooed on Bryce's back. And this is the moment when I wanted to literally throw the book across the room because I wanted to scream, you mean we've had it this entire time? You couldn't have left a note, Danica. Hey, by the way, we had a lot of trauma. Danica could have left a whole memoir. She literally could have pulled a Verity yeah. and left the whole thing Brass just to live. let a girl know. Bross' laugh would have been so much easier. Literally, it could have started with, dear Bryce, everything you know is a lie. I've been lying this whole time. Here's what really happened. Yeah. Dear <laughs> Lord, Surprise! Okay, okay. Um, As a half-fae princess, Bryce has inherited the gift of starborn light, which I thought was cool. And I find it even cooler that she actually used it. (laughs) Ahem, favor. When Micah activates the horn and opens a portal to hell, Bryce is able to use her light to seal the portal and save the inhabitants of Crescent City. Okay, pause. I just want to say, so much in the last... 15 chapters. So much happens. So much happens. Like, you think, okay, she killed Micah, we got our answer. Vacuumed him up. Yeah, we're good (laughs) to go. Just kidding. Nope. Gotta go fight off all these demons. Gotta go save the city. It's literally an apocalypse outside. This is the Sarah J. Moss rule of thumb. Anytime you're reading these books, the last 100 pages are are gonna be bonkers. So Mm -hmm. just prepare yourself. They're gonna be the worst. Mm-hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Things were just spiraling out of control. They're going to cause you severe emotional (laughs) trauma. It was, like, one thing after another. I was literally on the beach going, tapping the Kindle. I was like... Same. (laughs) It's just crazy. This is wild. Um, the effort almost costs her life until Hunt resuscitates her from a near-death experience after he yeeted himself to the earth, um... (laughs) Together, the two find a way to put aside their past losses and look toward a future that offers the possibility of love. Now, let me just say, after this book, not only does Bryce need therapy, but now Hunt does too. The man has lost his wings so many times. Mm-hmm. They're just nubs. Um, they're just flaps. They're slowly. little, they're li- I just imagine, like, one feather. Same. Like, <laughs> trying to take off. Like, Bless it. Help. Like a little flaw. Yes. So, that is the entirety of the outline. Um, some notable moments that I made a note of. Um, so, Bryce's phrase crumpled as she lurched to her feet, sprinting to the gate. She didn't care how it was possible, as Danica said, light it up. Then Bryce was laughing and sobbing as she screamed, light it up, Danica, light it up, light it up, light it up. That was so good. Cold chills. Bryce slammed her palm onto the bronze disc of the gate, and soul to soul, with the friend whom she had not forgotten, the friend who had not forgotten her, even in death, Bryce made the drop. I thought that was really interesting, too, the drop situation. That is cool. Yeah. yeah. I thought that was cool. Yeah, that was interesting, because yes. that's totally different, like, with the like, other you've books, never heard of it. Right. With the other books, like, once you become fae, you're just... That's it. Yeah, you're immortal, yeah. essentially. Yeah. And so you kind of have to complete like a ritual. Which it makes, it almost makes me wonder if they've just never mentioned it. Is that the same in The Court of Thorns and the Roses? But she technically made the drop by dying? By dying <laughs> and, and being reborn through the cauldron. Well, not through the cauldron. The others were reborn through the cauldron, but she was given like, Like, did Reason have to make a drop? I don't know. We never heard that. I would find it really funny if this entire t- entire time she's never had to make the drop, and like if we ever do have that big crossover, if they're discussing, and he's like, "Yeah, no, you don't have to do that." <laughs> like, what? <laughs> <laughs> we just are born. This, this was way a here. lie. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then and him- really, okay, if you think about it, like Ailyn, when she gives up her human, her human portion of herself, she's like in the. The thick of it. That could have been her drop. And then Lorcan did the opposite and uh, went backwards. He jumped. He made the ascension. <laughs> he jumped upward. He, he went up. <laughs> he flew. Oh, Lorcan. Oh, he rose. Yes. <laughs> he did the, the rising. Oh, my gosh. The rising. What if, what if, in, in a crossover event, they find a way to make a lead immortal? And so... He has to go back somebody, down. I just <laughs> want somebody to fix her ankle. Same. That's all I'm asking. Same. Homegirl struggles. Imagine Lorkin has to go. He he did the ascension, and then he has to do the drop again. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just got here. Like, yeah. Come on. Um, and then we have Emily's favorite moment. My friends are with me, and I am not afraid. <laughs> Literally. I was so Sobbing, 1 oh, a.m. crying. I'm you, I was so mad. I read that while I was on the beach. I was like, "I'm telling you right now, I wasn't even crying." I, like that was really that part was really sad, but I was mostly just like, "Can somebody please get searings out of the tank?" Oh <laughs> uh, no, that that <laughs> was, was very so As soon as, ser- as he went in that tank, tears. I was like, nope, nope, please, please, out. not a dog, as a bunch of him animal lovers and pet owners, yes, that scene was very stressful, yes, it was, freaking baby chimera, just get the whole, just, meh, sirens <sighs> fell in a tank and your cat fell into a tub, <laughs> litter. it's all transformation. <laughs> it literally fell into a tub yesterday, it's all relatable, yes, you are, um, Bryce. I was sobbing uncontrollably. Okay, first of all, like we all see the TikToks, okay? Like there's so many TikToks about Sarah J. Moss books, but like honestly, nothing was spoiled for me for Crescent City. Oh no, yeah, no, because I thought Danica was still alive. <laughs> I thought I thought R- Rundin was her love interest. Didn't Aww. know that was his her brother. <laughs> and I Sorry. also. Thought that quote was in Throne of Glass. So the whole time I'm reading the last Throne of Glass. I did, too. I really did, too. I was like, where's the quote? What? Where's the quote? And then I get to that chapter in Crescent City, and I'm sobbing uncontrollably. (laughs) There's the quote. (laughs) (laughs) I mean It (laughs) it technically could apply to any of her I really, it does sound like a Throne of Glass quote. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I was just really stressed about Syrix the whole time. I was just like, please get him out of the tank, please. I just, I can't pay attention to anything you're saying, Micah, until the dog is out of the tank. Yes. Please. Well, chimera, but basically a dog. Um. um and like I said earlier, Hunt literally careening towards Bryce on a mission. Um, just like yeeting himself from the plane, and down he goes. Quite comes. literally. <laughs> down he comes. It's but like, that was very stressful, too, because when he landed, and then she was, like, and there he laid next to me, like, basically dead, I was like, well, I'm traumatized, I don't it's know like, about you. It's like the opposite of Icarus from the Eternals. <laughs> oh, yes! <laughs> Instead of eating himself the to the sun, he yeeted himself to the earth. And he still exploded. <laughs> Darn. Um, no... I was very stressed out in this moment because I was like recovering from what was happening. Like I was recovering from Micah, I was recovering from Syrinx. I was like, "What part are you recovering from?" And There's then so much. I was recovering from everything that's happened to Bryce since she vacuumed him up. <laughs> and then this happened to Hattie, and I was just like, "I need therapy after this. This mm. is traumatizing." You and Bryce both. <laughs> All of us. All of you. All of the readers. All of Sarah J. Moss' fan. The entire Sarah J. Moss fandom needs therapy. (laughs) Yes, we do, for what Um, we've been put through. Literally, my next point, Bryce suffering from PTSD. That was very sad when they told about, when um, her friend was telling Hunt about Bryce literally contemplating suicide. Like, that was so sad. Like, I hated it when- They showed up to the murder scene, and Hunt didn't even think twice about not taking her. And he, she saw that. Ugh, that traumatized me. Yeah, that was she, sad. Um, she had a sad life.
1: <laughs> Quite literally, <laughs> very very sad That's
0: life. Um, and then Hunt's wings being cut. That was oh, tough. that was awful. I was stressed out because, like I said earlier. You know, I came into this book with only, my only knowledge being, like, females, And I was like, so he's never going to fly ever again. Yeah, And then she was too. like, they're going to regrow. And I was like, oh, can somebody please figure out how to do that for Reese and Cassidy and Azrael? Because <laughs> I've been really stressed about their wings this entire series. thing And then when his wings got cut, that was, I was traumatized. I was so traumatized. Like, he's never going to fly again? I thought for sure he's done. He's done. Sad. That was really sad. And then he grew them back, and then literally eating himself. Literally lost them once more, and they're gone. <laughs> His poor wings. They, I just imagine that. Oh, come on! <laughs> they probably don't want to grow back at this point. They they're just regrow. Like, no. Sad day. Um, other notes: Danica dying in the beginning. <laughs> um, modern products being used was really throwing me off. And Same. then new magical beings. I just really want that crossover just to watch Cassian try to work a microwave. Or, or drive a car. <laughs> or to discover. some... Cave in, did, was it Caven that said, like, I imagine Cassian discovering how to sex to Nesta? <laughs> 100% would happen. And Nesta oh, would be like, What are you doing? Yeah. Oh, good times. It would be so funny. Someone said all problems would be solved if you just gave Aylin a gun. Literally. Literally. She's gonna, like, I imagine if they did the crossover, like, her just coming over and be like, this is gonna be so easy. <laughs> I'm ready to go. My life just got ten Aylin times would, easier. Aylin I'm ready to go. Be, Aylin would be that TikTok sound like, what do you need? I need to buy a gun. <laughs> Please don't give Cassian one. That's the end for all. I just really imagine, like, so there's the cave in scene of, like, um, not knowing where Nyx is and the fact that Cassie was babysitting and um, was it Fabra that comes in and says like I just heard about downtown there was an explosion and there was a man and a baby and no, I imagine was mo- No I thought it was Moore. No more was who Reason was asking yeah, I think and it she was Pharoah. So I think it was Fairy that came in and said... But I just imagine that being the case there, because I imagine Cassian discovering all the, like, clubs and stuff. And oh, just, no. like, you know, all of Crescent City is on fire. <laughs> Quite literally. It's all uh, burning down. Um, and then, you know, Dan and Crown Prince of the Vapar <laughs> and Fae. Um And also, I thought Ron's friends were interesting. I really liked Finn. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Finn was my favorite. He really <laughs> actually reminded me any Gilmore Girls fans out there, he reminded me of that Finn and I could not stop picturing that Finn. Now who and was so it? it? Better. Somebody that I also liked in Crescent City, it was, oh gosh, he had a computer and he constantly was looking stuff up. <laughs> it was his friend Declan? Declan, Declan yeah. yeah I was I like love I was like, he's probably the most important character because he pretty much points like, hey I found this. He's <laughs> he the Sam. Me, he gave me big Christopher vibes from um Chain of Gold. The um, one of the Cassandra Clare series. It's like Kevin big... did a TikTok where it was they were assembling the team of everybody's naming off their abilities, and he goes, oh, "I have a laptop." And he goes, "That's like, what's a laptop gonna do?" And Bryce goes, "Oh, it actually helps a lot." You think the guy with the laptop would be useless, <laughs> but no. Yeah, I see that. I just imagine like Cassie. Like, I just can't stop picturing Cassie and discovering modern, not like. Technology. And like how you said a car, like can you just envision him in a car? That thing's gone. You better it better be a junker you're putting him in. (laughs) That thing is wrecked. I imagine be like, I got this and then and just like running it into something. I imagine (laughs) him being huge and like barely fitting in. (laughs) He gets on Bryce's moped. (laughs) He's like never mind, guys. It's not gonna work. And it's I, not gonna work. I can just see all this happening, and Azrael's in a corner, like, please let me go home. Yeah. he gets in those little, like, those little tiny box electric vehicles, and he's just like, I got this. His wings in the back. <laughs> Freaking Mario Kart. Let's go. Oh, this would be interesting. I imagine him learning like video game stuff too, because I just always picture him like learning this stuff and having that really like brute laugh of, like, mm-hmm. ha, ha, ha. <laughs> this is so cool, oh, no, bless it, um, and I, like I said earlier, the wings being cut is different from Makator, which I thought was interesting, mm-hmm, that she made that difference, because I'm sure she knew what she was doing, like, all, like, all of the SJ Moss fandom reading that was, like, oh, no, and then it was, like, they can grow back, and everybody just, like, a collective sigh of, like, oh, God, thank goodness, Okay, so this is, like, what I I think about sometimes. So, like, you know how there's portals, obviously? Yes. And everybody, like, all of her series are in different worlds, essentially. Mm-hmm. So, is there different timelines? Because if there is different timelines, I envision Throne of Glass, like, being a long-ago story. And then I envision, like, maybe ACOTAR being, like, a middle happening in the middle and then I maybe a medieval Renaissance that kind well of time let's discuss some serious spoilers from uh, the other series for a moment in a court of thorns and roses when they're talking with the bone carver he does make mention of a queen long ago mm-hmm. and it's very
1: mm-hmm. it's
0: very close to Aelin, and then when in kingdom of Ash Aelin's falling through the different worlds, um, at one point, she sees a lit up city. Everyone thinks it's Crescent City. And then she's falling and she sees snow-capped mountains, a fae male and fae female, a pregnant fae female standing there looking like starlight. Yes. And that's clearly recent and Farrah. So, I think she's planning an in-game situation. Same. It's gonna and totally her- be Avengers where everybody's just like flying through portals coming to fight in the battle. Like I really just imagined that scene from Prides of the Caribbean that people were talking about when Barbosa comes down the stairs in the in at the end of yes. the second And I loved that when people were putting the names over it, they put Aylon over Barbosa and then when the monkey, Jack, shows up it says Rowan <laughs> <laughs> I was like, No. That ruined it. But it was like it said like, um, Bryce and Hunt, and then it said, um, Feyre and recent, and then, like, when they're all standing up, it said the SJ Moss fandom. (laughs) Like, literally all of us, everyone in the world just screams, and... Yeah. What? That would, I really think, like, if we do that, if she does that, it's gonna break Book Talk. Like, Book Talk's gonna just concave. It's gonna break us, personally. Book Talk's gonna implode like the Titan. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That and is the such a bad joke. <laughs> It's too soon. It's too soon. But yes, you're you are correct. You know you're all, all going thinking to it. implode internally. Like book talk will implode. Yes. I will implode Jeez. personally. That if that ever happens though, and this is what I'm glad to be caught up on Sarah's books because I'm gonna start reading them as they come out. Because if that does happen There's no way you're going to stay away from spoilers. Mm. It's going to be be all over TikTok. You'd have to be off the internet. It'll be indefinitely until you get it And that's why I'm, like, really thoroughly confused at where we're going to go with the A Court of Thorns and Roses TV show. Because if she does that, she's eventually going to have to create a Throne of Glass TV show and a Christmas City TV show, just to give you background before you introduce the characters. Right. I mean, anybody watching that show is... Probably read the books, most likely read the books, and they'll know who the characters are. But you would still, if you're going to do that eventually, and it would be in the TV show, you'd have to introduce your other characters. I wish instead of a TV show they were making movies, because I want another full circle experience like the Twilight series. I do too, but I think with the TV show they can fit more in. Yeah, probably. Probably. Oh, yeah. But is it only going to be, like, three seasons? I don't know. I assume they'll go all the way through the... Because, I mean, Akatar isn't a trilogy. It's a series. Right. Because A Court of Silver Flames is included in that story. And we still got another book coming out. Yeah. So I assume she'll just keep going hmm. for as many books so as there are. I'm so confused about that. I don't think she has to worry about views. No. We're all going to watch it. Yes. I'm so confused about the next Akatar book. Because I'm people are saying it's going to be more point of view... Then I've got other people, then there's other people saying it's about Elaine and I think it's going to be Elaine, Asriel, and Gwen's POVs. Oh, Lord. It's what I'm thinking. At least Elaine and Asriel's. You think it's more. But I think, based I think off the fact that, did you read the bonus chapters? I never did. I'm just sitting here kicking myself for not. Basing off the bonus chapters in A Court of Silver Flames, the bonus chapters are in Asriel's point of view. And some, I think part of it is Elaine's point of view. And so I think that that is your hint at what the next one's going to be. I wish if she does that, like, I wish that she'd at least do like a novella of Moore's story. I think she would. I just hope, I just hope. I just want to okay. know what happened. Like, I yeah, no, just want to know what, what the me? truth is. Can someone please just tell me what happened to more? Like, can I get the full story, please? Bless it. Yeah. <laughs> it's been five books. Still don't know. Um, still love her <laughs> yeah I think it's gonna be at least Azrael and Elaine possibly win because I think that she's trying to form a love triangle there because I think whether she intended it to go that way or not the fan base has formed it as a love triangle and I have a feeling she'll work it I just feel I really hope and pray that it's not Asriel and Elaine I am praying I would take I would like Asriel though I would love his point of view. I would love his point. Of, no, I'm talking about couples. Oh, dear Lord, no, please, please. I will. I feel like burn it's too. I feel book. like it's too easy because you know you got. She's boring. It is. She is boring. You need here's somebody the thing with a little spice. You need. Here's the thing. You've got the three boring. sisters who are with the practically three brothers. It just. It's too easy. Yeah. We need something different. We need to shake up. Give me Gwen. We need Elaine to be evil. That's what we need. She's sus. I don't trust her. She's too boring. I think she's secretly in love with Tamlin somehow. I don't know how they're going to go I just really think that they're... Having... Plus, with her being a seen serious... so many theories of her actually being evil and she's been working with Tamlin the whole time. And I'm like, I'm with it. Because Lucian is so dedicated to Tamlin that I could see him being like, she's my mate, but... She may not be, or I may not be hers, so I could see, because it has to go both ways. It just, like, the way that Sarah, like, developed her character, she belongs in the spring court. She, she does. Like, all she, her whole character base is she loves flowers. <laughs> <aren't you>? she's <laughs> sus. She's sus. And so I really think that she's hinting at the fact that something's going on. And not to mention, she's a seer, and seers can, like, see th- see the future and see wit. All sorts of timelines and stuff, so they, meh. And we could be getting duped the whole time, and actually Lucian's been taking her back to the spring court, and they've been playing the things with Tam- Tamlin, because Lucian's done duped us once. Yeah. I love him, but he really makes me mad sometimes. Like, I don't hate him as a character. I think he's decent. He helped favor a lot. No, oh, yeah. He could have done more, but... I just kinda, thought it... I he just is found it. Akatar's Kale. He, oh my gosh, he is. He's That's a Avatar good description of him. He helps, but, he helps what he started. <laughs> he helps fix what he messed up. Which is what Kayle did. Uh, But see, I, I wouldn't want to read a book with his point of view. Illusions? No. Yeah. Mm-mm. No, absolutely not. Nobody wants that. No. Nobody wants a book about Talon either. Ugh. And yeah. I don't want a redemption arc for him. No. I, whatsoever. He doesn't. Nobody wants it, so she doesn't need to write it. Well, and Gwen, Gwen is introduced that she, like, her story, part of her story is that she came from that family, and I'm really waiting for the next one to involve somehow that she has to go back to the, is it, the, uh, which court are they? Autumn Court? Autumn Court. Okay, I was about to say Autumn Court, and I was about to be... I was afraid I was going to be wrong, but I'm really, I I theorize that something's going to come up and Gwen's going to have to go with, um, Eris and Lucian. Cause I think they're like, I I think they're cousins. Mm. She's in their family. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, something's going to happen there. I can just feel it. (sighs) The autumn court is just messed up. It really is. I have a lot of theories about what I think is going to happen with Gwen, but that's just me. You okay. need to read the bonus chapter. I know. Oh, I'm I do. just saying. I'll go read it tonight. It's wonderful. Um. So back to back to. What I know I was we've saying. got. Like <laughs> I said, I told you there would be tangents of the other series. So my theory is, like, so if there is different timelines, mm-hmm. like, could the angels in Crescent City, like, be distant ancestors of like recent in them because they have wings? I don't know because they even said that. They came from a different planet. The Starborn? Oh. Or yeah. no, the angels. The angels. Yeah. They came from a different planet to begin with. They didn't come from Crescent City. So I think that... I think it... They're set, She is setting it up almost like a multiverse situation, is what gotcha. I think. Yeah. I think that these are all... They're all in the same time. They're line. all in the same timeline, but they've been happening in different universes, is what okay. I think. Different multiverses. Um... The However, I don't... Thing. Now, timeline-wise, if she does do an in-game situation, obviously we would pick up where the series have left off. So, when they bring Throne of Glass... If they bring Throne of Glass into it, it may be that Aylin and Rowan already have eight kids or whatever. Like right. it, I don't know. So, it may be happening on different timelines, but I think there are multiverses. I don't think that Ailens from years ago... Because when the bone carver says it, he never says, like, that it was ages ago or whatever. He kind of says, like, there was a queen that this happened to. I mean, he never says that it happened here a long time ago. Right. So, there's just little tie-ins. And then when she's falling through, she's falling through portals. Yeah. I just meant, like... I don't know, maybe back in the But, then. at the end of Throne of Glass, if that's the case, when she's falling through the portals at the end of Throne of Glass, Faber's already pregnant. So that's a court of s- That's a court of silver flames. Yeah. Yeah. So, the timelines, yeah, I don't think they line up exactly, but I think they're in different universes. I think they're multiverses. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Sad. Also, the friggin' Starborn thing, like, that has to be... Something with Nightcore. I don't know. Yeah. Their setup was basically that, um, where did I see it? Da-da-da-da. Um, maybe Earth at a future point. So it's kind of, it's like a dystopian fantasy. So it's almost set up as if this was once Earth and humans, and now it's evolved over years because mm-hmm. I, everybody kind of came to the planet. Yeah. Um, may actually be Earth at some future point after a race of powerful beings called the Asteri found a way to enter the dimension and take over the world. And do we think the Asteri are related to, or somehow in relation to, the? what were the bad guys in Throne of Glass, what they call themselves? The Valg? Yeah. I do. I do think that. Because they, I guess there's been hints, too, that in Throne of Glass, the Valg say something to Aelin about where they came from. Like, they came from a planet that was destroyed or whatever. And they say in House of Earth and Blood that they destroyed other planets before they came to this one. Mm. So I think that, that she, I really think she's setting it up. For an in-game situation, she's Taylor Swift. She's a mastermind. She sure is. <sighs> Taylor and Sarah would be best friends. They definitely would be. Yeah, I. And it could. I be. just need y'all to read House of Sky and Breath because there's something that happens at the end of House of Sky and Breath that will feed to that theory. And also, just going <laughs> back to like sort of like the Midgard situation because, um, I'm going back to my brain of Bureau of Useless Knowledge, but Midgard is like. It's a ref. I believe it's a reference to Norse, mytholo- Norse mythology with the nine realms. So maybe, mm, maybe that would be like crazy. The, Th- the throne of Gra- throne of glass world and the Akatar world are one of the other nine realms. And then the Vag came from one. Vag came from one. The Asteri possibly came from another one. The Bone Carver. Bone Carver. Bone Carver. Yeah. Uh, cereal. What was yeah the cereal. We love oh. her. I love her. <laughs> um, the, uh, Still what was the other, the witch that was in the final battle? The black. What was she had? No, the thing that came from the library. That's what it was. Yeah. That thing is from a different realm. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I Ken. thought that was the Carver's sister. Whatever it but was. But did you called. see the theory that be. was running around? Like, do we remember Adis from House of Earth and Blood? The demon.
1: Yes. Who shows up as
0: a white cat? Wasn't there a white cat in like the library? I, I don't know if it was in Tower of Dawn or if it was in Court of Silver Flames. There was See? a cat that shows so up. So unsettling. <laughs> Something's going on. Vibe. is very suspicious. I, he's mm. sus for of course, sure. He's a prince of hell. I know <laughs> oh, that. Yeah, I remember that. I was like, wait a minute. Wasn't there a white cat that showed up in like? I don't know if it was it. <sighs> I don't know if it was either Tower of Dawn or a course of, of Flames. Or, heck, it might have been both. I don't know. Jeez. Well, when I was reading it, immediately, like, when he came, when A.S. came, I thought of the Bone Carver. Like, I don't know why, but they had similarities. Maybe the Bone Carver was from Hell. Maybe he was a former Prince of Hell. Well, because there's already, like, he's obviously some sort of something. Seer. Because yes. he predicts Nyx. 'Cause they thought when she saw the little boy, she thought it was recent as a young child. Yeah. But it was Nyx. Yeah. So there's just so many tie ins to the other series. And TikTok has people on there theorizing like crazy and people have caught a lot more stuff, like little things of like that's a reference to Throne of Glass. Literally the Throne of Glass the Sarah J. Moss Phantom and the Swifties. need to get together they have collided and they've created all these theories there are so many taylor swift theories running around on my 40 page i'm like this makes my brain who comes up with this stuff i want to see the one where somebody posted about um the um the post that she made about you need to calm down having an, an anniversary and the um the letter's the letters are supposed to be like the when you type a bunch of different random letters for like excitement, but this girl did a whole like math equation and it ended up equaling 1989. Yes. And I was like, yeah. how, "How did, did we you get, get there? there?" Yes. How did you even get the setup for those numbers? Yeah. Like I how saw did that you know one. what to divide by? I just It's wild. People are crazy. And I'm just like I I watch these theories and I'm like that f- seems a little far-fetched, but I'm like But Taylor. But I could see Taylor doing it. Same. So I'm I'm torn. Yeah. Same. Jeez, Taylor. We get to speak now next month. Can't (laughs) wait. wait. I'm so excited. excited. Same. Anyways, Um, speaking of Taylor Swift, though, I did find an Etsy shop where this girl's selling um, sweatshirts that the back of it it has the individual albums in their font, but it's the intro um, of, um, it's been a long time coming. It's fearless. Oh, It's been a long time coming. And I said, speak now and like the big reputation, like she has it in the fonts and it's the intro and I want to get it. And then she's also the same one that did the, she's fine. She (laughs) wasn't doing anything. (laughs) So I want to get that. There's this Taylor Swift sweatshirt that I saw and I'm really, I really am going to get it. It's a, it's really it's my two favorite things Taylor Swift and books and it's got all of her it's got a bookshelf and it's got all the albums mm, I've seen on that it with one. books I really want that. I've seen she that has one, one of those too she has that sweatshirt too it's cute she has it in color and in black and white with plants coming off of it Perfect. I just want to buy all her stuff that she and she's got shirts that are tour T-shirts that are specific to the night you went so she's got one that has the Nashville Phoebe and Gail and what the surprise songs were. That's cool. And I want to get it. Especially since she's sang 15. Like, I've got to get it. You have to get it. So. Um, so, we have a game. Did you see that on the thing? Yeah, I have it on my phone. I just realized that. I don't, I was going to surprise y'all with the game, and then I just realized <laughs> that, oh, I sent it to Hallie earlier. Whoops. Well, well I'm surprised. <laughs> but you didn't have to create your own 10 characters. No. I'm going to go off mine. Okay. So, this is a game. Um... So, I saw this on TikTok. Somebody did. Have you seen where everyone's doing those filters? I just burned my tongue. (laughs) Have you seen where everybody's been doing those filters of like, okay, I'm hosting a dinner party. Who's coming? And they're using the thing. Okay. So, I got this idea from one of those that somebody was using. So, I'm going to give you a list of ten characters. Mm -hmm. You can only protect three. or You can pick three that will protect you. The rest will try to kill you. I'm scared. Okay. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. We have Ailyn. Okay. Mannon. Okay. Rowan. Feyra. Moore. Cassian. Azriel. Reesend. Bryce, and Hunt. And here's the list for you to look at. Okay. So you can only pick three. I've picked my three. Well, for sure, Ailyn. Yes. Obviously. I don't think you have to worry about Feyre. Uh, literally my thoughts, she's going to be one if that I tries to kill her me. If to protect, then she's not going to do anything. Right. But see, I'm concerned about these three. I know <laughs> that was where I ran into my issue of picking mine. I was like, uh, Because I'm scared of them a little bit. But I feel like, okay, for sure Aylan. is referencing Cassie and Azrael and recent that she's nervous. So for sure Aylan. For sure Aylan. Probably recent because you know he's supposed to be the most powerful, didn't he? After all, he like missed a whole army, <laughs> right? Yikes! <'Kay>. He's Thanos. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he doesn't purple eyes. <gasps> oh, that is another point to make. Well, good and like I want to say Rowan, but like I don't know that I get those vibes that he would be like. <laughs> Well, you've got Aelin, and he's gonna do what he can to protect Ailen and she's trying to protect you. Okay, Trey. So maybe they'd band together to protect me. Bonus! <laughs> so, I'm, well, but he would kill, let me die first. <laughs> he would let me die to save Aelin. So, I'm gonna have to go with love him, feel like he would potentially do something to mess something up. So, we also have Bryson Hunt. I don't know. I just don't get the strong and powerful vibes from them two that I get from... I feel like if you've reasoned, you're pretty much safe. Yeah. Hunt will literally give up his wings. True. Hunt would die for me. That's true. I don't know. I'm gonna go with Aelin, Rowan, and recent Okay. Okay. Um. <laughs> okay. Definitely Aelin. I'm not gonna have her try to kill me. I'd know. Good luck. <laughs> I'd have to go into witness protection. Definitely Ailen. Asriel, because he's the shadow zinger and I feel like he's the he's very violent when he needs to be. Yeah. <laughs> he's their spy master. <laughs> True. He's so, gonna take them out before they even get to me. True. <laughs> and then um The third one's always the hardest. <laughs> I'm tied between Raisind and Manon. Because manon Manon's got them nails. <laughs> yeah, I'm really scared of her, too. <laughs> um... I really feel like I don't need to be afraid of more, because I don't know a lot about her. <laughs> what is uh, the truth? Cassian, yeah, he's scary, but he's also just a big dork. Yeah. Cayman has made him such a dork. Um, Bryce, I feel like she, I hate to say it, I feel like she's too depressed to kill me. <laughs> Hunt, yeah, he's uh, uh, he's too emo. His wings are literally the size of my pinky, Same. so I have nothing to worry about. Here They're little toothpicks. So I guess I'm gonna go. I Aylin, Adriel. here I come. <laughs> I'm He's like Tweety Bird. Mm-hmm. Barely two inches off the <laughs> ground. <laughs> oh, poor Hannah. Okay, I'm gonna go- Okay, lock it in. Aelin, Adriel, and Rhysand. <laughs> because, again, he literally Missed misted him. a chunk of Hybern's army, like, with a snap of his finger. With a wave of his hand. So, I feel like I'm safe. <laughs> okay. I picked Aelin, Manon, and Azriel. I knew what. that's what the stars were. Because, like y'all said- Ailen, I'd rather have her with me than against me. <laughs> Manon has a bonus because you also get a dragon. True. A dragon that is like toothless. <laughs> yes, but he can he can do some damage.
1: Because <laughs> he's gonna
0: protect Manon. True. And she can get the the airborne attacks. That's true. I'm just saying. Um, so we have Manon and Abraxas, and then Asriel, I feel like he's got the truth teller, he's got the, the daggers, and he's got his shadow powers. That are very gonna, sentient. He's gonna do a great thing. He can mask, like, disguise me, or, like, block me with yeah. his shadows. Like, I'm yeah, coming out of I'm not worried one bit about Feyre. I feel like <laughs> I could take out Feyre. Same. <laughs> um, I'm a little worried about recent, but... <laughs> The misting got you have there. Have you seen, like, have you, going back to Reason have you seen the TikTok of people showing, like, reasons we don't know what reason's beast form, I don't think, looks like, and people have shown pictures of what they think it looks like? No. <laughs> Just no. It looks yeah. like a demon. <laughs> I didn't know he changed forms. He has a beast form, but he's never shown. Every, he's every, never beast. every high lord of the courts has a beast form, and there was a TikTok that I saw that showed every one of them's forms and Breesons scared me <laughs> i was like I imagine him to look like it looks like something peter my- hale as the demon wolf or not oh gosh let me see as it. the uh i'll find it later yeah i imagine that not the demon wolf he's the um peter hale he's not the demon wolf the dekalian what is peter the, the alpha <gasps> no he's the shoot there's an actual phrase for it. He's not the demon wolf, because that's Ukalian. Psychotic? He's no, it's like a it's in like it's in the beast year. He's the it's alpha, but it's something alpha. Mm-hmm. Beast alpha. There we go. Yes. He's the beast alpha. This is what they think Grayson's beast form. Oh. oh. That is like a bat on steroids. Interesting. <laughs> looks like the demon. <laughs> I'm intrigued. Same. No thanks. <laughs> You know, see my thing with it too is like he's not gonna miss me because he's not wanna, gonna wanna kill Asriel. True. So I'm just saying. See, I feel like having Risen on your team automatically Asriel and Cassian. They're switching sides. They're no longer trying to kill you. Um. <laughs> if, if you switch, Vionporia, we all, you're good. If we switch, we if you switch, we all switch. Right. Farah Risen's on my team. I mean, not that we were scared I mean, of her anyway. But If you have them, you pretty much almost get all of the inner court. Yeah. The inner circle. So you technically would get Amarin <laughs> And you'd get more, too. Amarin's just... She's... Something. <laughs> Nyx can do better than Feyre. That's very sad. <gasps> just just imagine... We're going back on something. He also has baby wings. Just imagine if we get a crossover and Nyx is a lot older... I'm and, telling you Aylin and, and Aylin Relin's has a child, daughter. I'm telling you. Please give me happen. give me the wedding headcanon that that's I bad. want. Which maybe that's what she's waiting for. Maybe she's waiting to give enough time for like that to come out of it, like the, out of the in-game situation because yeah. there is so many theories about that and there's even fanfic read right about that. That's crazy. I'm invested in it. I'm also now investing. Like, give me give me looks. the give me the chaotic wedding of the year yes. <laughs> a century. Um one of the one the thing I was gonna mention earlier is there's also been a lot of people so you're talking about the the nightfall stuff. The night court. But there is also there's a lot of tie between these books too because Dorian has shadow powers. Azrael has shadow powers, Rune right. has shadow powers. And also there's been some comparisons about how Rune has very similar facial features to recent.
1: I've seen, a, I've seen a he lot of purple people, eyes and everything. I've
0: seen a lot of people theorize that, um I don't know if it's I don't know if it would be true or not that reason's mother or his sister are not actually dead. A lot of people think that his sister's actually alive and went through a portal. Went through a portal and is actually um But they literally had her body in her wings. That's yeah. Yeah. I don't so. know. kind of like, who knows? <laughs> Did it didn't happen. Was well, Tamlin it- there when it happened? I don't know. I can't remember. Seems like he was. Well, because if he wasn't, I could almost imagine that they've gotten the whole thing wrong and like, oh, if Tamlin was, I could almost imagine that, that she would redeem Tamlin in a way by saying that they cut off their wings, but it was in order to supply enough evidence to help them get away. Maybe, and maybe they escaped because remember, like female Illyrians were not treated well. Yeah, and they why got I, their wings taken. Gog- why am I googling? Which this? is why Nesrin lost her wings. Mm-hmm. So maybe they were trying to protect them, but they still lost their wings in the process. So I don't really see, <laughs> <laughs> not really seeing how that's not adding really. up. Um, but also like. Recent has dark hair, Dorian has dark hair, Rune has dark hair. Asriel. They're all associated with shadows. <laughs> it's eerie. <laughs> it's literally like... Wouldn't that be crazy if Asriel really was... Well, now they grew up together. Mm-hmm. It'd be fun if Azrael and Dorian and Rune were actually all connected, like, what if Azrael? What if? What if? I'm spiraling right now. What if Reese's sister was Azrael's mate and That's they what had a baby? Seems. Everybody thinks that uh, that Reese's sister was meant to be Azrael's mate. There's so many fanfics about it, and there's no evidence to back it up. But like everyone's like, I'm convinced. It's like we. We don't really get a personality from Asriel in the books, yet everybody has given him a personality on Book Talk. He only has a personality around Gwen. I'm just saying. (laughs) And he tracked her with his little eyeballs throughout Silver Flames. Yeah, he did. He did. I'm like, there's vibes. (laughs) If he gets with Elaine, I'm going to be so mad. (laughs) It's just like, i have been watching Heartland all day, and there is vibes between Amy and this new fella, and Sam and Caleb. I'm just saying, there's probably not a single Heartland fan in the, <laughs> in the, the building, vicinity, but me, but then you get getting, getting the vibes. vibes from all three. In one episode, I was like, okay, vibes, and then, like, when Sam showed up, and I was like, vibes, and then Caleb showed up, and I was like, well, there's vibes again, we've got three going, Amy, just pick one, <laughs> they're all good, <laughs> whichever oh one gosh. you want to pick. Um, mm-hmm. anyways. <laughs> yeah. Good times. Thanks, Sarah. We, we love you. We love you. For really the emotional damage. I think that about wraps it up. Yes. I yeah. feel like we've exhausted all all Sarah possible J. scenarios, topics. Um, next week, Callie and I are doing our June wrap up. <laughs> I'm gonna try to get this book finished so I don't just have one again. Ah. I've sucked lately. Um. But yes, thank you, Emily, for coming on the podcast. Yay. Thank you for having me. And I'm sure you'll be back for when we discuss another Sarah J. Moss book or yes. a different book in the future. We I want to do Colleen need, Hoover. We need to do a Colleen Hoover episode and we need to discuss House of Salt and Sorrows at some point. Yes. yes. Especially since Ruin Ruin is coming out. We could discuss them both. We could. Uh yeah, you'll definitely back on for House of Sky. <laughs> for sure. Yep. Yeah. And we definitely do need to do a Colleen Hoover episode and discuss Colleen Hoover books because... Well, I'm planning, so if I get Lightbringer done, I am planning on reading Faraday. so... Oh! I bid thee farewell. <laughs> Join the crowd. It's stressful. So stressful. It's very stressful. Abby finished it at the beach, and I was like, okay, Abby, which team are you on? And And she thinks team... M, gotcha. Which is where I'm at. But then she read the bonus chapter, and now she's a little skeptical. As am I. And I'm like, I still think M, but maybe it's caused L. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Hallie. Mm. <laughs> yeah, just when you read, you'll you'll get it. I prom. I don't think I'll sleep. Don't read it <gasps> no, at night. Don't read it at night. Um, when I read it at yeah. night, I would like turn my light off and. I can't say what I would see, but I would envision somebody walking down my hallway. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Jesus. I would be so scared. That book was creepy. Like, the part where she's outside and looks up, I was like, no. No. <laughs> the, there were so many moments of me just going, no, I don't like that. Please stop. It was so creepy. And I, like, I saw on TikTok that Colleen Hoover got... A contract to write um, another psychological thriller. She has Layla. I need to read Layla. And I cannot wait. I hope it's Verity, too. (laughs) Same. Like, I need answers. Me, too. I just, I really feel like she's not going to make another one and just leave us. And I'm like... I think she'll always leave us in... Colleen, I need to know. Yeah. I just, unless it's by some miracle, a house of salt and sorrow situation where we thought it was a standalone and then, whoop, pops out another book. (laughs) So... Anyways, I have something else to talk about, but it's not related to podcasts, so we'll end it here. Um, so, we hope you guys enjoyed listening to this week's episode. Like I said, we'll be back next week to do our... air Our... Wrap? <laughs> wrap. <laughs> 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 you said We will be back next week to do our June wrap-up. <laughs> Louise. Um, but be sure to rate us five stars, give us reviews, and subscribe if you're not already subscribed. And you can follow our socials below. And once again, thanks, Emily, for coming on. Thanks for having me. And we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.